most of us spend too much time on what is urgent and not enough time on what is important. Stephen Covey Hello and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Elegant Balance Podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. I'm pretty sure I say that every single time, but I truly am so excited that you take the time to sit down and listen to this podcast. And I so enjoy spending this time with you, especially now that I only record these every other week. I really look forward to them. So we are in the middle of spring break right now. So the kids have been home all week long and it's been a lot of fun. We decided not to travel or go anywhere. We simply have just been doing a bunch of little like staycation type of activities. We pretended to have a hotel one night and we went to the aquarium one day. And then this morning we had a picnic and it was so much fun. It's beautiful outside today. And we went to a park that has a beautiful fountain and we turned on some French cafe music because I love anything French. And we just had a a beautiful picnic. It made me feel like we were back in the Luxembourg Gardens in Paris. And that's one of my favorite places. So it was just really fun to do that with the kids. Maybe someday we'll spend spring break actually in Paris. But until then, we'll just keep going to the local park. So today, I want to focus our conversation on one of our most valuable resources that we have when it comes to creating work-life balance, and that is time. Time is one of our most valuable resources because it's finite. We only have so much of it, and yet time is what allows us to accumulate other resources. And so it's really important that we understand how to use our time well on the things that matter the most. We all have the same amount of it, 168 hours each week to be exact, and yet so often we feel like we don't have enough time. And I totally get it. You and I are both busy moms being pulled in a thousand different directions. Maybe you feel stretched too thin, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your mile-long to-do list. The kids need fed, bathed, dressed, played with. You have back-to-back meetings, a presentation, and a deadline coming up at work. Then there's spending quality time with your spouse and serving at church and working out and whatever little self-care you can squeeze in between all of those other things. We tend to think that if we could just do it all, somehow fit all of that into our days, if there was just more time, then we would feel happy. Then we would feel balanced. But work-life balance isn't about doing it all. I talked about that last week. It's actually about doing the things that matter the most to you. So like I said, today I want to chat about one of our most valuable resources, time, and how we can spend it on the things that matter the most. So I've talked about resources before on this podcast, 
but resources are featured really prominently in the work family research because it's our resources that allow us to successfully meet our demands from work and home. Resources can be defined as objects, personal characteristics, conditions, or energies that are valued by an individual or that help that individual attain more of these resources. Time falls into that last category, energies. And it's the interesting thing about time is that it's a resource that we use to gain more resources, right? So if you think about it, you use your time to work at your job so that you can make money, so that you can use that money to pay for your home or pay for food to put on the table or to clothe your children or to pay for daycare. So you're using time as a resource and turning it into money and then using that to pay for other resources that make your life better. So let's look at the definition of work-life balance. Work-life balance is being engaged in, competent, and satisfied in our life roles in accordance with our personal values. You know what's missing from that definition? It says nothing about trying to do it all, and it also doesn't mention anything about needing to be super efficient with our time, or productive with our time, or perfect. Instead, we will experience balance when we are doing what matters most to us. Did you see that part about in accordance with your personal values? So let's talk about how you can manage your time well. And by manage your time, I mean learning how to spend it on the things that matter most to you so that you can create the work-life balance that you desire. Okay, the first thing we need to talk about is just simply prioritization. Peter Drucker, one of the most influential thinkers on management, says it so well. There is nothing quite so useless as doing with great efficiency something that should not be done at all. How often do you find yourself spending time on things that don't really need to be done at all? Whenever I feel like I've got a million things to do, one of my favorite practices is to do a brain dump. Essentially, this is just simply creating a list of everything that I feel like I need to do, and then I can get it on paper, and it's always amazing what my brain likes to hold on to, telling me that it's important that these things need to be done. For example, my list might look something like this. Pre-order that new book. Feed the kids. Stop at Marshall's to look at their new spring collection. Submit that, that revision to a journal. Plan the vacation that we're going to go on in the spring of 2023. Pick up the kids from school. Clean out my pantry. Okay, so a lot of times the list is longer than that, but you can already see some of those things are not like the others. It's like a kindergarten game, right? We're trying to figure out which ones don't fit. When you write everything down, you get it out of your head and onto paper so that you can much more easily identify the things that matter. For example, picking up and feeding my kids are probably two really important things that I should do today. And then the things that don't matter as much. Things like cleaning out my pantry or stopping at Marshall's to look at their spring clothes. I actually do a brain dump almost every single day. I do it at the beginning of my day and that helps me get everything out of my head and then choose the main priorities that I really need to focus on each day. That way I'm spending my precious time, my precious resource of time 
on the things that actually matter, that actually move my life forward. Okay, the second thing I wanted to talk about is letting go of perfection. And we've talked about perfectionism on this, ep- on this show, not on this specific episode, but on this show before. But it can be such a major work-life balance killer. When we are aiming for perfection in our roles as mothers, employees, wives, and friends, we often end up spending way, way, way too much time on the minute details that don't really move the needle forward, on things that don't really have a very big impact on our lives in general. When I was in grad school, one of my colleagues shared some invaluable advice, and it has stuck with me to this day. He said, don't kill yourself to get the 100%. A 90% is still an A. It is not worth your time to go above and beyond. Pareto's law, or the 80-20 principle, applies here. This principle states that 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. We can apply this principle to managing our time. I know it may be tough for all of you perfectionists out there, and I totally get it as I am a recovering perfectionist too. But this principle essentially tells us that 20% of our efforts are the driving force behind 80% of our performance. If you can accept less than perfect performance, for example, an 80%, and identify those key efforts driving your performance, that 20%, then you can cut out a significant amount of time spent on tasks that don't matter, that doesn't really matter. It's not really moving you forward which leaves more time for other things that are more important to you. Okay, next, I want to talk about the Pomodoro approach. This has been one of my favorite tools to help keep myself focused on the task at hand. Once I've prioritized and I've accepted that it doesn't have to be perfect, then I use this approach to make sure that I stay focused and don't end up scrolling on Instagram. So the Pomodoro technique is a time management method that breaks tasks down into small bursts of focused work followed by a short break. Typically, you would work for about 25 minutes and then take a break for five minutes. And after four intervals of doing this, you can take a longer 15-minute break. I love using this approach when I'm writing research papers. Writing a 40-page research paper can feel terribly daunting And because of that, I tend to procrastinate by scrolling social media, answering emails, or any other creative task I can come up with to do instead of writing that paper. But I can get my head around 25 minutes of writing. And and so I'll sit down, I'll set my timer on my phone, and then work against the clock. You might not be able to use this approach with every single task you're faced with, but it can be extremely helpful in increasing your focus and productivity in short bursts. Work has a tendency to expand and fill the time allotted to it. That's why this method works. You're constraining the work to short 25-minute intervals. Okay, and then the final thing I want to leave you with is just encouraging you to think about how much your time is actually worth. It's important to understand that sometimes tasks simply aren't worth your time. Even if they are important, it doesn't mean that you have to do them. I struggled with this one for a really long time and sometimes still do. 
I was raised in a small rural community where if you were capable of doing something on your own, then you should do it on your, on your own. You didn't hire somebody else to do it. However, now that I'm working full-time in a professional setting and raising two kids, there are things that simply just aren't worth my time, even if I am fully capable. Put another way, they're not important enough for me to spend my time on. Have you ever considered what an hour of your time is worth? A simple way to calculate this is to just take your annual income and divide it by the number of hours you work. For example, say you make $100,000 a year and you work 40 hours a week. You would take 100,000 divided by 2,080, which equals about $48 per hour. If you know that your time is worth $48 an hour, it helps you to make decisions about how to best use your time. Maybe it's worth the $30 a week to have your yard service come and maintain your lawn. Or maybe it's worth the extra money to utilize a meal delivery service so that you don't have to spend time meal planning or grocery shopping. It's not a perfect tool, but putting a dollar amount on your time can help you guide your decisions about what to spend your time on and what you might want to delegate or outsource to others. I hope that this episode has spurred some thoughts about your most valuable resource, your time. We need to protect our time and make sure that we are investing it in the things that matter most to us, the things that bring us joy. Are we going to be perfect at this? No, absolutely not. And perfection is not required to create a well-lived life. It simply just requires that we are intentional about it. Have a beautiful, joy-filled week, friends. Hey, before you go, I wanted to invite you to my free five-day closet clean-out challenge. It may not seem obvious, but having a closet that you love to open each and every morning can have a big impact on your work-life balance. It starts on April 4th, and I would love to see you there. You can sign up at www.kayleehackney.com forward slash closet. I'll share the link in the show notes. Hey, have you grabbed your copy of the Elegant Balance Workbook? If not, what are you waiting for? I've said it time and time again, but work-life balance does not happen by accident. It takes intentional action on your part. So let me help you. Go to kayleehackney.com forward slash workbook to grab your copy today.